welcome to Rooted in Change. I'm Lauren Hubley, and I'm here with Hillary Barrett. And we're looking for commonalities and contrasts between um, the ancient trees of the forest and the gifts they give um, from their buds called Jimmo extracts and eaching hexagrams. Hillary, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This is going to be fun. Hillary, it always is fun to get together <laughs> with you and talk um, abstract ideas. I, uh, I don't think I get enough of that in my life. So thank you for joining me. Hmm. No problem. It's, uh, it's a pleasure. Today, um, I've chosen field maple, Acer campestris. It's a beautiful tree that loves mm -hmm. to grow outside of just on the edge of the forest. It likes to keep company with oak trees. Are you familiar with this tree, Hillary? I, not very, no. Um, I, and I can't think of any. I must have walked past some, but I can't uh, think of any I've known, if you know what I mean. Yeah, so I, I'm all curiosity. This isn't one I know. Great. Well, I think that's helpful because I think it's not a tree um, many of our listeners would know, um, but it's one you need to get to know because it has some beautiful qualities. It's actually a cousin of what we have um, in prolific quantity here in the Northeast of America, the sugar maple. And this tree... Um, field maple produces the hardest timber of all European maples and it loves moist well-drained soil and dappled sunlight so that's why it does so well right under the oak trees it gets just mm. the right amount of sun through the towering oak limbs and their leaves it has a very rapid growth spurt, which is always interesting to me when I'm looking at trees and how their growth patterns relate to how the extract from their buds might relate in the body. So this rapid mm -hmm. boost is often related to a quick reaction in folks when taking the extract. And then, then it slows down and, and does its work a little more um, methodically moving along. This is what I really love about this tree, Hillary, is that it's a wonderful companion tree. And that tells me okay. a lot. It, um, it likes community. It likes company. It allows other plants to thrive underneath it. And it also is a wonderful host to insects and wildlife. Um, again, thinking about that on a human scale of someone that loves to be with people and converse and be with them, but there might be something challenging and we'll talk about that. Any thoughts on that mm -hmm. so far, Hillary? Um, I'm... Oh, I'm curious about uh, a companion tree and what one of those is. You mean it, you just mean it uh, kind of grows nicely with others? 
Yes, plays well with others, Hillary. That's exactly <laughs> true. And it also fosters and protects a wonderful understory, even though it's a smaller tree. It allows um, growth under it, unlike a tree, for instance, like walnut, that um, really does not play well with others. Hmm. Yes. Um you sent me some notes about this one and I read them and they connected with a hexagram for me, but I don't think you've got to the part that connected yet or not directly. So perhaps you should keep going. Okay. Um, I would love to. more more about this yes, um more about its its therapeutic actions, perhaps. Okay, okay. Um so it, it does, the bud itself has some interesting therapeutic actions and what we find is once you begin taking this extract, you really don't want to give it up. And there's really no problem with that because what it does is help things flow, um, flow smoothly in the body, particularly between the liver and the gallbladder. And those mm -hmm. that are familiar with Chinese medicine and understand what, what um, traits come out when our liver and gallbladder is congested and we can become irritable and cross and we can also ruminate and worry. Uh, field maple as an extract opens that flow and um, allows things to move very smoothly. It also offers protection against viral and bacterial pathogens. So thinking about in comparison with the tree itself and how it allows these lovely insects to eat on particularly caterpillars and, um, and go through their transformation process. This also as an extract gives a protection to your immune system, protecting it from viral and bacterial pathogens. Is that the part you were thinking of Hillary? <laughs> Uh, no, not altogether. No, and I, th I think um, the part about free flow and oh, and freedom, freedom from anger. Um, oh, mm. yes. Um, mm, um, maybe freedom from resentment as well. Um, yes, yes, yes. At this point, you're starting to remind me a little of hexagram forty, which is not the one I thought I'd be talking about first, but. That's why this isn't scripted. Um, hexagram 40 is called release. Um, and it has to do with solving and untying knots and um, finding a real freedom of response, which mm. is it's something that seems very seems very obvious. Um at least um, to the point where um, expounding the oracle of this one to people, that the, the text that comes with the hexagram can be faintly embarrassing. Mm -hmm. um, it says, with no place to go to turn around and come back is good fortune. With a direction to go, daybreak, meaning setting off at daybreak, is good fortune. So, well, yes, of course, if... Um, this path I'm on doesn't lead anywhere in particular, nowhere I want to be. I want I should turn around and come back. 
And if there's a direction to go, if it's going somewhere I want to explore, then of course I should set out early. And well, obviously, right? I mean, who needs to even mention that? Um, except that we're incredibly bad at doing this. And <laughs> this turns out to be some of the, <laughs> in, in practice, when I'm talking about this with people who receive the hexagram and need the hexagram, it often turns out to be one of the most difficult ones. Um, maybe I should be uh, telling to go talk to a field maple. Maybe that would help. Um, because I, we don't tend to do things simply because in the moment we are free to choose what would work. Uh, we tend to go with, um, this is what I must do. This is what I should do. This is what I've always done. This is what they expect me to do. Uh, this is what I have to do to prove myself to them, you know, to show them. I mean, they've really pushed me into a corner here and I have no choice and I have to do this. Um, and this, all that is, it's like a kind of tangled mass of knots and untying all that lot is... <laughs> Mm. And finding that you can actually go down the path that leads somewhere and turn back from the other one um, is fantastically tricky. Mm. Um, mm. I, I latched onto what you were saying about anger and irritability and possibly resentment, though I think I brought that word in, um, because of the image of hexagram 40. Um, this is the picture that is made from its component trigrams. Is this a good moment to pause and say what a trigram is? I think that would be wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Um, well, the, the I Ching is a collection of hexagrams, which are patterns of six lines. They're just stacks of six lines, and each line can be either a broken one or a solid continuous one. And a pattern of six lines, of course, that breaks down into two groups of three lines. A group of three lines is called a trigram, and they depict much simpler, more elemental energies and ways of moving, each of which has its uh, set of associations. Um, and the two trigrams that make up release are rain inside or water inside and thunder outside. And so the picture you have is of thunder and rain. The storm is breaking at last. And yeah, it helps to think of the atmosphere when there has been a build up to a thunderstorm. You know what the air feels like. Mm -hmm. And then when it finally rains, you know what that feels like. Um, the whole electrical charge and atmosphere of the thing is released, is freed. And the image says, thunder and rain do their work, release. A noble one pardons transgressions and forgives crimes. So it's about forgiveness, which can be of others or of self. Um, that saying is, okay, so that stepped across the line, but maybe we don't need that line. Um, maybe we can let this go. Maybe we can no longer be wound into this tight ball of um, 
now look what they made me do kind of stuff. <laughs> and, uh, mm. Mm. Wow, Hillary, you gave such a beautiful visual image, but I could feel it in my body when you spoke mm. about a thunderstorm building up. And I think we all do. We all feel that atmospheric yes. pressure. And Hillary, I would say that is pretty spot on to what it would feel like prior to taking field maple as an extract. There is oh. buildup and, and the buildup can be on the very physical level, but it also comes on this emotional level of um, feeling stuck, not feeling like I have choices. And mm. um, what, what uh, line came to me as you were sharing so beautifully was this idea of doing the same thing over and over again, even though we don't, it doesn't work. And we all um, fall into that trap, don't we? Mm. Oh, yes. I, I, I once spent a whole year creating a product that um, nobody wanted, but because <laughs> I'd already spent, but, <laughs> and it's lucky that I was only one year on the whole. Um, <laughs> but, well, I'd already spent so much time on it. So, of course, it made sense to finish it, right? Right. No, right. no, actually not right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, I've, the, the whole sunk costs thing, I've already put so much of myself in. I've already identified so hard with this, and, you know, spent so much. Um, I have to keep going. Mm. Um, mm. Besides, I'm so angry that it's not working. You know, mm. <laughs> I have to, mm. you know, I have to keep hold, holding on and worrying away at it. Mm. you're explaining such a, a common human condition and um i think we all can identify with that whether it's in terms of a relationship that i'm not willing to keep trying keep trying keep trying and maybe it's mm. time to let go or a um a project as you mentioned or a um, job that just is no longer suiting us and and what that brings me to is this coming to this place of comfort with yourself of that that middle ground of moving forward when it's serving you and being able to let go when it's not and and having that level of discernment so that we know or we we feel deeply we're making the right choice for us mm. yes and being sufficiently free of the puppet strings that you have real freedom of response. Yeah, that's sovereignty, yeah. isn't it? Mm, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Let me share a little bit about the oracle of Field Maple because I think it, mm. it, it will just add to this conversation we're having. Because um, what, what the... Um, message from the field maple tree itself is it offering this beautiful gift of sweetening life not taking you to a different life but sweetening the life you have um so not masking not covering things up but enhancing what is already present so for me that's allowing you to see the gifts that are already right before you and, and then with this, once you 
are able to see them, there is this sense of ease and acceptance that I'm okay. Everything's okay. It's all going to be okay. Not the struggle you explained that we feel before a storm that's building, but it's mm. ease. And um, the results that we feel from that can actually be quite dramatic because um, the ruminating worries just drop away. And we have this fresh look on the world, um, sort of like we do after a thunderstorm. Mm. Yeah. We have a beautiful bright day here in Dorset a moment after several days of uh, of absolute damp, of kind of living inside a cloud pretty much. So, mm. um, I, I'm enjoying the added clarity and the sense of things having been washed. Yes, yes. Mm. And, and I, that's my impression of field maple, actually, um, as an extract and what the tree offers you um, when you can approach it and form that beautiful relationship. There, there is a warning that comes with this message from field maple, and that's to, you know, beware and take note that you're getting bogged down in the sludge to mm -hmm. catch yourself there and to think and and I think for our listeners now we can all think that of some place in our life that we get ourselves caught up in that and negative thought patterns particularly those that are put upon us by someone else and I think you brought that up with hexagram 40. Mm. Yes I'm this is simply my experience of people who have received this hexagram. Um, and so we, do, we do some of it to ourselves and uh, we inherit some of it from others. I think um, I've learned when I'm talking someone through this hexagram to listen to them and listen for the words should and must mm. um, and obliged. Um, and sometimes I'll also hear cornered and forced. Mm. Um, and you have to say, yeah, what if you, what if there were no must? What if you weren't obliged? What if you weren't forced? Um, it's very much a, a present moment hexagram, I think. Um, yeah, what if you were just standing at this crossroads choosing your path now? Um, and, you know, not, um, not considering all the, all the steps that have been taken before that brought you here and the necessity of continuing what you've committed to or whatever, or what other people have committed you to or, or forced you to or what you have to prove and so on and so forth. Hmm. Yeah, this is, um, I, I'm thinking about, as you said, each of those words that you listen for, what's underneath those and, and what's the emotion that's felt and, in my um, practice with folks, what I would say is it's resentment. I mean, that's what builds up mm. after all that. And then resentment comes out often in very inappropriate ways, um, lashing out at someone we love um, or, um, you know, it, it, uh, maybe being very harsh with ourselves. Uh, the, the thing I've noticed about folks that could benefit from 
the extract from the field maple is um, that harshness begins at home, right? That, mm-hmm. that bound up. And then we tend to put it on others around us too, because we feel constricted mm-hmm. and confined. And we might be projecting that on our children or our partners um, without being aware mm-hmm. of well, I mean, if I'm cornered, then I can't see why you shouldn't be as well. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's plenty to go around. Mm. Exactly. Exactly. So what we're talking about here is going from that bound up, restricted state and taking a step back and asking those beautiful questions you propose of what, what if you weren't? Mm. Yes. And I do like the way the image, I'm, the text of the image about thunder and rain and the pardoning of transgressions, um, it was written centuries after the hexagrams were created. Um, but I, I do like the way it adds the insight that this is probably going to be about forgiveness in practice, being able to go the way that's right for you in the moment it, this is probably what it's going to require hmm. yes and you know what else that image speaks to is impermanence right this too will pass mm. just like a storm it doesn't last forever yes yeah and um and the possibility that you might not need to struggle as much as you think you do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think um, hexagram 40 stands in contrast to hexagram 39, the paired hexagram that, one prece- that precedes it. And that is called difficulty and limping. Um, and it comes with a sense of kind of hobbling up a mountain hmm. into a rainstorm um with chill blains <laughs> everything oh. is hard um mm. and what it calls for is a turnaround um you know the the ability to discover that you could actually be going in a different direction <laughs> oh and that you could actually be accepting help as mm. a radical thought yes um, mm. The very first thing hexagram 40 actually says is that to go to the southwest bears fruit. Um, and the southwest is associated with warmth and open fields and also with finding allies. Mm. Um, it's where the people who wrote this oracle is the direction where historically they found allies. Um, so where can you go to join with like-minded people? Um, and yeah it's interesting that's a first step towards freedom or a prerequisite for freedom um being able to let go this sense of um i must battle on alone yes um, yes actually there's some help and these things could be done differently yeah, this is so beautiful, Hillary, because when I teach and um, am uh, mentoring practitioners, 
we talk about how to listen to the words that one uses when describing their challenges and mm -hmm. um, the the viewpoint are are they seeing that they're alone is that the sense I'm all alone here or are they clinging you know to another perhaps a partner or a practitioner even um, and are in this mm -hmm. entanglement um, you know what what is their perspective of self and um, so there's some beautiful alignment there um, there's actually a tree that's coming up for me um, mm -hmm. that aligns very well and perhaps we take a look at that with 39 next week and that is the willow tree oh okay well willow is is one tree that actually gets mentioned by name in the eating sadly not in hexagram 39 um so yes yeah let's let's talk about willows i do like willows <laughs> i thought you might i thought you might <laughs> hmm. Wonderful. Well, Hillary, I think I've come to the end of what I have to share with Field Maple today. Anything else you'd like to share about hexagram 40? Um, I don't think so. That's I'm, a lot of what you said to start with about ease and acceptance um, goes well with it. Um, its contrast with 39 says it means letting things take their time. Um, yeah, there, there's a lot of um, letting things be, letting directions emerge. Um, if you were, if there were no strings attached, where would you go? <laughs> mm. Mm. Yeah. I'm, I'm quite glad to learn that there is a remedy that might help people with this. Um, yes, it's one of the it's one of those things you can you know that I can explain in words in uh, sort of three minutes flat, and we can spend the rest of the hour with someone explaining to me why this can't be done. Yes, <laughs> it's yeah. so hard to do. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> but that's the beauty of gemo extracts is they're they're reminding you of how it can be each one just brings a drop of reminder and so you know taking that just in one or two drops can free up that that um resentment that's inside and that attachment to feeling stuck because we do become attached to it mm. yes a, a drop of reminder you said that's, mm. that's a lovely expression i like that Hmm. Well, Hillary, wonderful. If our listeners would like to reach out to you for a, a reading of their own, how might they do that? Um, they could visit my website, which is onlineclarity.co.uk. And there's a contact form there and so on. And if you'd like to learn a little bit more about Field Maple or the Jimmo mm. extract from it, I'd like to send you over to my website at laurenhubelay.com. And both Hillary and I, I'm certain, would welcome your questions and interest in I Ching and in Jimmo's.
Yes. Um, and in how they talk to each other, which I rather think they do. They do too. Thanks, Hilary. Yeah, thank you. Thanks very much.